0: Hey, how you doing? This is Wade with Wade for Wireless and today I have somebody from the B&T group. If you don't know who the B&T group is, it's basically a company that will do structurals, that will do site surveys, that will do site work, site mod work, any tower work you need, based out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And who I have today is Chad Tuttle. That's right. One of the founders of the company. Chad's a pretty cool guy. Talks a lot about how the company started. Tells us a little bit about the tower industry and the history. It's really interesting because when they started back in 2000, that's just when the boom started. And people went from like having dedicated towers. And what I mean by dedicated tower is that's where Verizon would build and own and just keep its equipment on its own tower to the point where everybody was going on everybody's tower. That's why structural modifications and structural structural improvements became so important because you had to do a structural on every tower and structural engineering was the key. You didn't want your tower to topple. That's bad. You wanted to make sure your tower could hold everything. And that really changed the face of the tower industry. It was no longer just a few random tower companies. Everyone started to consolidate and so on. But I'll let Chad talk about the other thing that Chad talks about, which I thought was really cool. His family was in the tower industry for years, probably since the 50s. And he talks about how his family had... Uh, help build out those AT&T towers. Now, when I'm saying AT&T, I don't mean AT&T wireless. I'm talking the old AT&T microwave shots when AT&T built those bunkers that could withstand a shot in the Cold War. They, they were all pretty cool, and anyone who's done tower work, you had to have seen a few of these. They have those big ice cream cone dishes on the top. They look really cool. So that was neat. You know, you learn a little about tower history in this interview. Chad's a cool guy, knows a lot, and he also talks about the cool things that B&T Group has up and coming, and one of them is the way they can take pictures at a site and give you the exact, I would say, dimensions, well, the exact heights of equipment on the tower down to one centimeter. And they don't just do towers. They'll do streets. So if you want to put out small cells, they can do an entire street with their pictures and with their software. They can tell you how high the poles are and what's on the poles within one centimeter using the software. Not like you have a tape drop. They can tell you how wide the street is, but I'll let Chad talk about that. This is all cool stuff. He's got a really cool program called Site360, which is one of those things that you don't just pay a flat fee for because there's so many services and options and there's so many things that they can do inside the tower industry and outside the tower industry talks how they help building owners and manufacturers
1: move to buildings they can give you the exact dimensions with just being on site for a few hours instead of using a tape measure to get everything they've really changed the face of the industry and the things he has coming up it's really cool to hear him talk about it so i just really enjoyed it i thought you would too but
0: first i want to thank my sponsors tower tracker pro for all your closeout package Needs.
1: They have their software as a service for the closeout package so you do things right in the first visit. Plus, they have a new pricing structure, which is good for you guys. I also want to thank Tower Safety and Instruction at towersafety.com. They have all your tower safety and training needs and drone training. And I also want you to know that I did write the Wireless Deployment Handbook for small cells, C-RAN, and DAS. I intend to write two or three more, one with engineering references and one with basically deployment planning. I have a few things I want to write about. I've been really lax here lately because I've been so busy with other stuff. Apologies, I have to get a newsletter out too. The other Two companies, well, the other two foundations I want to throw a shout out to because I greatly appreciate everything they do is the Hubble Foundation, Hubble H U B B L E Foundation.org, and the Tower Family Foundation, Tower Family because all that they do for the families of the tower climbers that are hurt or for the families of tower climbers that die on the job, these Groups do so much for people out there. it just it fills my heart with uh well, it's very sad that we lose anybody in the tower industry or hurt or anybody gets hurt, and they change their way of life when they get hurt. It's usually not something it's it's not like you know I've had rope burn, I've had bruises cuts, you know probably everything you guys have had never had a broken bone, but this is for the people that you know probably can never work in the tower industry again. Let me just put it that way. that's who they're there for. they're there to help. That's why I like these groups. HubbleFoundation.org and TowerFamilyFoundation.org. I'm big fans of both of them. They do so much for the families. Well, I droned on enough about that. All the links for everything can be found at my website, Wade, W-A-D-E, the number four, wireless.com. W-A-D-E, the number four, wireless.com. Wadeforwireless.com. Go there for all your links. And for more information on my sponsors, Tower Tracker Pro, Tower Safety and Instruction, Wireless Deployment Handbook, and for the Tower Family Foundation and the Hubble Foundation. Those two links are all the way at the bottom. Click on the icons. But also find out more about the B&T Group, who Chad is going to tell us all about today. And I think after you listen to this guy, you'll realize how cool it is. They're based out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And their website basically is btgrp.com. Or if you want to call them, you can call them at 918-587-4630. But here they are. Here, well, here they are. Here's Chad. He talks about the history of the company, the history of the tower industry, and so on. I think you guys will enjoy it. Without any more waiting, here's the interview.
0: Hey, everybody, how you doing? I have a special guest today. Today we have Chad Tuttle of B&T Group. And B&T Group, they have the, the reason I looked at them. Well, I met him out at Nate. Okay, that was that was exciting for me. Or no, at IWCe. It might have been Iw. Or was it? Nate? Boy, I'm. Con- IWCE, that's right. It was out at IWCE. I was really interested in their site 360 and what they do there, and it's it's cool because uh, the site services they offer for the sites, the inspections, the site plans, the elevation drawings, it caught my eye because they do things a little different. But I'll, I'll let Chad explain that. So, hey, Chad, how are you doing today? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Why don't you tell us a little about yourself, the company, and how the company started because you were one of the founders, right? Sure. Yeah, so I'm,
2: um, B&T Group is, is headquartered in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, we founded the company in 2000. It was myself and uh, the co-founder, Dinesh Bhatt. And Dinesh and I worked together at an at a A&E firm designing buildings, and both left there. My family has been in the tower business since the 1950s, actually. My grandfather started a company back in the 50s, building Wow. Steel erection and all that stuff. And then he did the very first towers for AT&T, the big long line towers with the um, you know, the, the, ice cream cone looking antennas and, and wow. all of that stuff. So I, I've been exposed to it for a long time. And then Dinesh went and worked for a tower manufacturer. So this in the late 90s, he called me. He goes, Chad, people are calling here every day and they want us to analyze, do a structural analysis of towers. And he goes, honestly, my boss just turns it away. And he basically, he says, we don't analyze towers. We design new towers. And if you re- recall in those days, co-location was just starting. And, you know, prior to that time, someone bought a tower for their own use. And there really wasn't a whole lot of structural analysis going on. So I was in the business doing some engineering, but mostly like construction and, and, and antenna installation and that kind of stuff. So I started asking around and and. U.S. Cellular was the first one that we had a really good relationship, and they started using us and uh, quickly found that there was a big need for, for structural analysis of, of towers. So that is that is how B&T got its start, and that was our niche, and that's what, um, honestly, that's what we do today, and we consider ourselves, we're one of the largest in the country at doing that, and we consider ourselves one of the best. Um We have, at that time, obviously, there were two people, myself and Dinesh. I was working out of my house, and he was living in North Carolina at the time. And um, now we have about 150 employees. And out of those, probably, you know, 60 of them, 60 or 70, do tower analysis and tower mods. Yeah, it's been really good. And then over the years, that is still our bread and butter. It's still what? you know, we're at at the core, we're an engineering firm, but we've over the years added additional services around that to to serve our clients. You know, if you're doing well for your clients, they they want you to do other things. So we've grown it into full, full development services, basically. We do a little bit of site acquisition. We do a lot of Tower analysis and tower mod of course, A and E drawings or construction drawings, construction management. Yeah. And then in, in two thousand eight we really had to add what we call a field services component because we needed to send people out and map these towers to and audit the antennas so we could figure out what was on them. And then recently, probably in the last four years, we've added a lot of tower modification construction. So
0: Oh wow. Yeah. I gotta ask you, so when you started structurals in your early days, did you guys climb the towers? Did you look at the paperwork and was a because back then there weren't a lot of people on it. But when I say a lot of people, it's just like you said, a lot of people built a tower for their use and their equipment was really all that was on it. Not like today. Right. Today it's crazy. So what'd you do in, the, in those days? Was it we, did someone when we actually started, climb? there
2: was no climbing. We were strictly we were going off the paperwork that people would provide us.
0: Okay, and
2: then, you know. It didn't take long till they were like, well, we don't have any paperwork, so you're going to have to go map the <laughs> tower. And then we would have to call people to get that done, which was fine. But in the end, we were at the mercy of the quality and the schedule and, and price in which those people would do that. So that's when we decided we really needed to add, bring that service in house and do it ourselves.
0: I, I got to, just for the listener's sake, I don't know if anyone's ever mapped a tower for a structural. It's not something where you go up and you just do tape drops, no. right? At least the ones I did. you have to, And especially if there's no paperwork on the tower. And, and you can correct me here if I'm wrong, but I've done this years ago. You have to measure each cross member. You have to measure the leg. You have to measure what's on there. If there's no paperwork, it could take you a long, long time to measure everything. And, yes, you still have to do – at least we did back then. We did tape drops. And that's you had to be so accurate with everything because – for you, you're pay, if you're making the drawing, you're putting your name, your stamp yeah. on that drawing. It has to be as accurate as possible. Yeah. It, I mean, it's a lot of work just yeah. so people know. And 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 an interesting story that I tell in that is, I remember
2: years ago we we were, it was actually a guy. It was this guy was a contractor, and he was like, "Hey, I got hired by my client to map and do a structural analysis on the tower." So he goes, "I'll map it." I'll give you the data, and you run a structural analysis. It's fine. So we run the structural analysis Analysis that was a brand-new guide tower designed for multiple carriers. We run the analysis, and I come back, and I said, something's wrong. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, well, according, based on the sizes you gave me, the diagonals from 20 feet to 280 feet are all failing. I think you got it. Ooh. No, 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 I measured them right. You know, and I think his said, you know, 9 16ths. I said, well, how would you measure him? And he said, with a tape measure. And I'm like, you can't you can't measure a round, solid rod diagonal with a tape measure. You have to use calipers. Yeah. And so he goes back out, and I said, unless you – I said, I'm happy to modify this tower, but your client's not going to be very happy when they have to pay $200,000 to modify their brand new tower. <laughs> so he goes back out, reclimbs it, used the calipers. There was a 16th of an inch difference. They were actually, you know, whatever – I can't remember the exact yeah. sizes, but he said nine sixteenths, and maybe it was five eighths or whatever. Well, now that sixteenth of an inch difference that he got with the calipers, all of the diagonals pass. Oh, wow! They, so that when you talk about accuracy, yes, you've got to be on the money, where it costs our customers a lot of a lot of time and money.
0: It's tedious too doing doing that work. I I know you probably send them out there, but let's say to do a three hundred foot tower that has two or three carriers on. How long would it take a crew to do that? Can you take a guess? I mean, you yeah, could probably price they, it I mean, out Yeah, they're all the out time. there
2: for, um, you know, the better part of a day. You're not going to map multiple towers like that in a day. Yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I mean, the shame of it is, I mean, maybe I'm on my soapbox a little bit, but, you know, it's gotten these days where nobody wants to pay for that, and I and I, you know, they want to pay you $600 to go out there and map a tower. And it's like, you know, two guys on a tower, being safe, doing it correct, and doing it right, which, by the way, if we do it right, can save you hundreds of thousands of dollars. You're not willing to pay $2,000 to get it done? So, I don't know. It's,
0: it's tough. Uh, you're preaching to the choir. I, I see that price erosion all the time. It's, it's sad. And I. I just here's what I can't. Well, I know we're getting off subject, but here's what I can't believe. I'm just going to say it. Who does it for that much money? Did you ever have someone bid against you and they win, and you're like, "How are you doing it for this little bit of money?" I mean, honestly, they I, don't, I don't. They don't it.
2: do it right, and that's the shame of the whole deal. Is it costs the customer hundreds of times more than that fee to get it done wrong? Because you know this industry wants us to do, and we want to. BNT has always, you know, been sticklers for. Climbing safely, having insurance, having proper equipment, and doing all of that stuff right and all of those costs, insurance costs, equipment costs, every cost is going up. Yet our customers
0: expect the prices to go down. I'm not you know Yeah. That's a hard thing to do. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Is there a lot of competition? I mean you guys are pretty big or and you're it seems like you're specialists.
2: Yeah, you know what? I mean honestly Wade, for for it seems like the whole mapping of structural members has kind of, you know, we had to get through about a 10 year period where we were trying to, to get documentation on all those towers that people lost the paperwork on. There's been most towers we run into now, you don't have to go out and map them. Oh, really? You need to audit the antennas. Because the antennas are always changing, but the industry's done a pretty good job of getting the structural information of the towers. But, I mean, to answer your question, we have people out every week doing it. Oh, wow. There's still uh, quite a bit of it.
0: So when you get – I know this varies by customer, but do you pretty much trust the paperwork you get? I mean, you you probably – I know you probably have something in your scope of work that says, you know, we're only as good as this paperwork because it's all you got. So if someone just gives you the documents on a tower, you do the study and I mean I guess you have no choice but to trust what they give you, right?
2: That's that's cr- I mean say you know, it depends on what kind of documents. If they give us tower manufacturer drawings, we have a lot of trust in those. Yeah. Uh, unless you know, but we do a lot of looking at photos and looking for things that are different. But you're right, you have to at some point trust what you're given. If we're given a mapping Gosh, there's a lot of times where we can, um, you know, we analyze, and it's like the example I gave you earlier. If it's a brand-new tower and all the diagonals are failing, well, we're going to raise a question. There's something wrong. So
0: Yeah, interesting. Um, no, we
2: get pretty, you know, we, we question things whenever it doesn't look right.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you. I, you have to, right? You have to. So... You have development services, which are the structurals and, the, and and things like that, right? You do site acquisition. I just noticed that. Yeah. You do a lot of site acquisition? Not a ton.
2: We You know, we've tried to be strategic with site acquisition. Honestly, I mean, I tell people we're an engineering firm, a field services firm. That's what we're known as. Okay. And we're not out there trying to conquer the world in site act. There are just local markets where our clients want to go to. To one party to do the site acquisition, to do all the development services, and yep. in those cases we've we we offer that service, and we've got some great site act people that offer that service. But we have to be careful because as an engineering firm, we get a lot of our work from site act companies across oh. the country. So I don't want to be seen as their competitor in, in those markets. So, you
0: know. We'll uh, but, yeah, but, yeah, you don't want to compete against your customer. No. Nope. I, I got one more thing for you. As far as DAS and Small Cell do, uh, what do you do for those two services? I know they're smaller, but you still have a lot of, I mean, what services do you well, offer? DAS and
2: Small Cell are a good example. Small Cell is really, is in, in my opinion, I mean, people advertise a little bit that they've built some Small Cell networks based, you know, when you compare what's been built to what everyone is saying is going to be built. We haven't even scratched the surface. We haven't really started small cell yet. Oh wow! But what we're seeing in all the small cell jobs we look at is that is really a situation where the client wants you need to have side act because they want you to do you know, and it's not really a traditional side act where you're going out there and doing a search ring and all this kind of stuff, but you're doing some of that upfront due diligence work, and then you move into the engineering, and then you move into the construction. So that's really where a lot of that work, you know, the act work we do is in the small cell arena. And then site 360, which we can talk about later, we're really utilizing that some too. So.
0: Oh yeah, it's a great idea. I just have one more question on your field services. I, I see you guys obviously have plenty of field crews out there. Do your guys do troubleshooting, repairs? I, I see all the services they have, but is it new installs? When you say field services, what, what do you mean by we, that?
2: You know, a few years ago, I mean, if I, maybe I'll get on another one of my soap <laughs> You know, a few years ago, we added a ton of crews, and we were doing a, a lot of line and antenna work all over the country. And to be honest with you, you talk about an area where the price is getting, continuing to, the technology, as you know, you're you're an equipment yeah. guy. A lot of this yep. equipment is moved, getting moved to the top of the tower. So now the guy on that tower needs to be way more of a technician than they've ever been before. So we're raising the difficulty level. We're doing all this, making it much more difficult. But the price on that has become so commoditized that we really, we don't, we, we do some line and antenna, but it's pretty selective directly for a carrier. And, you know, and if, you know, we've got to be able to make money at it. But we've, we've taken our field crews and really two areas where we focus the most are Microwave yeah. installation because we'll do the microwave and the commissioning of the radio, and then tower modification construction is a yeah. big thing for us because really you're that's where you're doing design build in tower mod construction you're working a lot with the engineer uh, so our engineering side comes into play and then and then we'll GC some of it and then we provide all the post construction inspections and documentations and you know, pull tests and weld tests and all of that
0: stuff. I have a friend on the East Coast that does tower mods, yeah. and they do a lot for AT&T, but they don't bid on any t- AT&T work until AT&T tells them they want tower mod, because they don't, they said at and T. I'm just using AT&T, I hate to pick on them, but when they put things out to bid for standard work, it doesn't pay. He said he doesn't even bother, yeah. but when they have a tower mod, It's specialty work. It's for a a specific purpose. You know what I mean? In other words, if you put that out to reverse auction, you don't exactly want the lowest bidder for a tower.
2: You're asking for trouble. You're asking for trouble. And and the industry tried that for a while, and there were so many mistakes made and so much money spent. Because the real trouble comes in... Sorry, my light went off. The real trouble comes in... You ask the next – those these towers are going to get a structural analysis all the time, right? Every few months yep. when loading changes. Well, if you come to the next engineer and say, do an analysis on this, and they're like, well, I can't consider that modification because it wasn't installed correctly, now you've got some real problems. So it's forced everybody to care about quality on the mods and really get yeah. done right. Again, it's the line and antenna installation that shocks me. It's like we've done all of this work. To get to the end of the road, where the the most important thing for the network, the reason we're doing all of this is to install the lines and antennas and get them work. And the industry wants to take that and commoditize that price and beat it into the ground. And it just, I mean, we can't we can't be profitable in it. It's, it's,
0: yeah, uh, it's tough. It's a tough business. Yeah. I know that. So let's get into site 360. I, I was looking over some slides that uh, Leanne sent me earlier. And it, it looks – I like 3. for one, I like 360 from the website. I was really impressed. And I'll put the link in there and make sure everyone can see the links and what you do and everything. But when you do these – like a Site360, well, I'll let you explain it. I mean, it's everything about the site, right? I mean, yeah. it's a complete audit, mapping, inspection, everything.
2: <clears throat> yeah, and I'm, I appreciate the compliments on it. And and so really what Site360 has become – I mean. You know, we thought of a name for it about a year and a half ago, and we've spent the last, I mean, every day we're discovering new things, but, you know, we're trying to really define what it is. But just starting at the front is we, you know, a couple of years, as you heard earlier, with all the work we do, so much of it is dependent on um, going out to a site and gathering information. And what I've seen over the years is we as an industry are, are making so many repeat trips to these sites to gather different pieces of information. So they may, someone may hire me to go out, and they want to put a generator on the site, so I go out there and audit, and I make sure everything's okay for that generator, and we have space, and look at the electrical meter and all that stuff. And then a month later, somebody else is out there auditing antennas, and a month later, somebody <laughs> else is out there looking for an addition. You know. And it, it's like, man, it would be nice if, we could, if someone could go out there one time get everything, and then the customers can just pay for that additional information or deliverables as they need it. So that's sort of the genesis of it, but it really started for us when when all of the drone and scanning stuff sort of started to become popular, you know, a year or yeah. two ago. Yep. We, you know, we, we were like, we need to get on this train and, and make sure we're not left behind and just see what's going on. So we started down that road, and we started out with with drones and with a technology called LIDAR which Mm -hmm. are laser scanners. And, you know, the dream was, oh, man, go out there and scan a tower. And now I have a three-dimensional image of it that I can get every little thing off of. And, you know, we discovered that that wasn't feasible because Jay Perkins is our guy that that is developing this whole thing. I gave him three pieces of criteria. I said, one, it's got to be scalable because whatever we do, our customers own tens of thousands of towers. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't do them any good if I tell them I can do one a week. And it's got to be affordable. So whatever we do has got to fit in with today's pricing because, I mean, as you know, I mean, our customers are (laughs) getting squeezed. And and we really, nobody wants to pay for a new toy and pay more money for it. What we want to do is go to our customers and offer a value proposition and say we're going to do things more efficiently and give you more for your money in, in terms, reduce trips and save money. And then three, we've got to create deliverables that are useful. So even at a bunch of the conferences I've been to, I have seen a lot of people out there advertising that they can do scanning of towers and they can do fly drones around towers and they can do all this stuff. But, you know, our question the whole time has been, well, what is my deliverable? At the end of the day, you know, so we're using a technology called photogrammetry that's with cameras. We're not the only ones doing that. We didn't invent photogrammetry. But what I believe differentiates us is we're, we've been in the tower business for, I mean, I've been in it for 25 years. We're tower people, and we're using this technology to create deliverables that are very useful. So in summary, you know, that's really what Site 360 is, is we're going out there with cameras, not only getting tons of really high-quality, high-resolution photos, from every angle that we can stitch together and allow you to tour or walk, essentially walk around the entire site and see it from any angle and zoom in and pan out. But at the same time, we're gathering millions of three-dimensional data points that we can then process and bring into a computer and have a three-dimensional image of the site, of the surrounding area, and of the tower.
0: See, what I'm happy about is that you found a way to use drones for a deliverable instead of just making cool videos. Exactly. I mean,
2: I heard a guy one day, I was talking to a customer, he said, well, I talked to somebody that can do TIA inspections with a drone. And I'm like, man, I have to bow out here because you're telling me that a TIA, you want to sit there and look at a three-hour video of a drone flying (laughs) up the side of a tower
0: and looking for rust? I mean... Totally agree with you. I mean, it's just not practical. It's cool. Don't get me wrong. I mean, on YouTube, the videos look great, but... How do you make money are you going to pay are you going to pay for that? So that's exactly. that's really what what our mission has been since
2: we started it. One, it's not easy to to use a camera and get a three-dimensional point cloud. So Jay has done a great job figuring that out. But now we're and so the latest deliverables that we have now for site 360 I think are just absolutely phenomenal and the, the best one is a we're combining the photography along with the point cloud and bringing it all into one. So Essentially, our deliverable now is we give you the um, photo, the 360-degree photo, so it's basically a bunch of high-resolution photos stitched together so you can walk around, the, let's say, a tower elevation, for example. And then we're extracting out of the point cloud the actual elevation of all the antennas, the flanges, and all this stuff. So now you're looking at a photograph that's got the elevation of all the antennas. Or a little information button that you can hit and now and then tap into a database that has the model number or the cut sheet or the leasing information or any kind of information that you want to tie to that antenna. So now it's be- – and, and you can have it on your phone. I was out there at a client's tower the other day, and in five minutes I figured out – we had been to that tower two months before – five minutes I was able to spin around all my phone, see everything – and figure out that there were three new antennas on that tower that I don't even think our customers oh, knew wow! About. And what we're really discovering is that is replacing being out there with a drawing that I don't know if that drawing is up-to-date or anything like that. It's Now I've got a digital image of it with accurate elevation, so I can, from the ground, see information that I've never been able to see before. It's really great.
0: That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So that's the new technology? What's that called? That's essentially our
2: new deliverable that we're providing with Site360. It is a 360-degree photo. Okay. And now, when you asked earlier about small cells, so now we did an example the other day, and I'll send you a link, Wade, with some examples that that you can see. But uh, For example, we had it where we drove down the street, and we were just taking pictures down the street. If our customer is going to do a small cell project on that street, we can essentially give them a view where they just click and they basically scroll and do a virtual walk down that street. And as they pass every poll, it gives them the a dimension string, and shows them the the height of each pole. Oh, or the wow, height of the that's building, really cool. Man. Or the width of the street or the distance from the curb. And the beautiful wow. thing about that is, one, now they can plan their small cell network like never before, and we could do that pre-construction and I think post-construction would be fantastic. But if we picked a street corner and they said, hey, I want to do, I need to do a drawing on that pole, a, you know, maybe a site plan view with the curb cuts, the distances of the curb, everything that you would potentially have to call a surveyor out there and pay them a thousand dollars to come out and give you all those dimensions. We got. We have a three-dimensional scan of that street corner. Without leaving our office, we can do that drawing.
0: Oh my God, that's so wild. So they just go out, they can take the pictures in a moving car. Yes. That's what you're saying. And then you can come back to the office and through the magic of software, you put it all together, you have the heights, you have the dimensions, you have everything. Yes. Oh my God, yeah. that's
2: incredible. And some of that <laughs> is, amazing. you know, is that our team here has developed some software to really, and we're creating a point cloud, but we're taking that data and bringing it into the photos and combining the two, because if I give you, it's just like that's really the thing that we've been trying to get past Wade was, if I give you a three hour video of a TIA inspection, that's not very fun to look at. If I give you (laughs) a three dimensional point cloud that's a five gig file that you can spin around on your screen and look at an image of your tower, that's cool but you're not willing to pay for it and it's not really that useful. If I can give you a virtual tour of a whole city block that you can walk down and you can see the elevation of anything you want to see or a horizontal dimension of anything you want to see, and now the RF team can sit in the office and do that kind of planning. That's the game changer.
0: That is a game changer. The fact you have elevations on there. I mean, there's no more guesswork. It's right right. there. There's no more saying, ah, average pole is about 15 foot. We'll just put that in
2: there. (laughs) We're not just going on a photo and annotating a photo and typing in a dimension, which would lead to typos and things like that. Those are calculated yeah. dimensions.
0: They're within a centimeter accuracy. Wow, yeah. that's so cool. I gotta, I gotta slow you down here for a minute. So everyone, just imagine that you're looking, you're doing a survey, or they are, they're doing a survey, and they can do an entire street in the office, and they can have the height down to a, with the accuracy down to a centimeter. Yeah. A whole street full of poles, or let's say, you know, ten blocks full of poles. I'm not saying that'd be quick, but it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And imagine any of those imagine. street
2: corners if you said, okay, we needed to do a drawing of that street corner. We don't have to go back to the site with our tape measures and get all of the dimensions. Yeah. We've, we've got that information.
0: So what about stuff hanging off the pole? Uh, let's say let's say it's a big pole. Let's say there's power, cable, telco. You can sell the heights of all that, Absolutely. too? Absolutely. Yeah. Wow.
2: So, I mean, that's a small cell example, but, you know, we could do that same thing in a, an equipment room. We can get you all the dimensions inside the, of equipment building. Or we can do it on wow. a tower. Or you can do it of a compound.
0: Wow, you can do it for anything. Okay, yeah. Can't
2: you? So that's really... That blows my mind. This is, is really neat stuff, and that's what we're trying to... And to, here's a neat thing on towers. Like, um, you know, we can sit at the ground and from the ground without a drone, or with, we can scan, the, you know, an entire level of antennas. Now, obviously, we have to send a climber up or a drone up to get the model numbers or, or that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. from the ground, we could get... The dimensions of the mount, we could get the dimensions of the antenna, we can get the azimuth, the down tilt, all of these things. And so that's a perfect example of how to add a value proposition to our clients. They can pay us for one trip and say, I need you to give me the height of of my antennas out on the site. Well, we're not having to climb the tower and do a tape drop, so I need one yeah. person now instead of two. I can, While I'm there, I can also get the dimensions of the mount, the dimensions of the antenna, and maybe they call me three months later and say, oh, we need the azimuth and down tilt of all of our antennas. We're going to pay a crew $1,200 to go back out to the site and climb the tower and get that for us. And I can say, no, you don't need to do that. We can do it from the office because we already scanned it and we've got that information. So, A much cheaper price and a much quicker turnaround, we can provide that information. And that's what I really want to get with our customers on a large scale and say let us go do these annual scans and get that information and pay us for one trip and then we'll give you a menu of items that we can give you you can buy them or not buy them but instead of paying somebody later in the year to go back out there call us and and we'll just provide it
0: for you what i would say is the big boys like crown castle american tower uh sbc if they just paid you once to do it, let's say once a year in case things change, but they paid you once to do it, you could give them information for that for the entire Absolutely. year, whatever they asked, whatever they needed, You and you'd have a database. Plus, if something did change, they could go out and audit it, and they could say, we think something changed, and I, I'm not saying you'd know the height or anything, but if someone else took a <coughs> picture and sent it to you, you could tell them right away, yeah, this wasn't on here. Well, yeah. and that's a,
2: that's a really good point, Wade. So we, you know, we've talked to those guys, obviously, and we've talked to a lot of smaller tower owners. And they were like, yeah. that all sounds great, but if the loading changes on our tower twice throughout a year, we don't want to pay B&T every time to come back out there and do a new scan. So that really got us thinking. And so we've created part of that, that tower elevation deliverable I was describing to you is what we're yeah. calling a ticketing system. So if it's your tower, if loading cha- if an antenna changed on there, well, you're going to send somebody out there to do a closeout package and document what the contractor did. Well, we're building a tool that you can then go out there, identify the level that something changed, indicated on that image, and then upload the photo and the documentation that goes along with it. And now your tower's all up to date because it's got an icon, like maybe a red exclamation point that indicates something's changed since the last base scan. And what was that change? Boom, I can click on it, and it shows me what the change was. And then let's say next year when we go out there to do the annual scan or the, you know, biennial scan, we do a fresh scan, we wipe all those icons clean, and now you start fresh again. So the problem that solves is everyone's like, this is great, but if it's not up-to-date and accurate, then what good is it to me? So
0: Yeah, boy, I think that's awesome, though, because it's a great record of everything that's on there and accurate within one centimeter. Yeah. That's incredible. And the cool thing and is then...
2: that we're trying to do, too, is a lot of the big guys, even Chitera, and a lot of the big the carriers and the, the yeah. tower companies already have massive databases with information about these antennas. So yeah. what we're doing is working with some of those to try to tie this information that we're getting with a database that they've already created so that it's all talking to each other and working together.
0: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah I know um I know Sprint uses Cytera. I know they have so much information in there. And the sad thing is I'm not busting on Cytera here, but it's so hard to get it all out. Y- you know what I'm trying to say. Some of these programs, I mean, they're great. You have everything, but then when you want to recall it, it's a little bit of work to see what it is. Whereas it sounds like you guys have something very clean and easy to read. Oh, that's a good. That's a good segue way because the way
2: I think of it is, we all of us in this industry have gone to whether it's Cytera or our own Windows Explorer folder or whatever it is. I'm digging through folders and levels. And trying to find this photo or this yeah, document <laughs> about this antenna. Well, what if you're looking at an image, a three-dimensional image? You spin it around, and you're like, I want that dish at the 150-foot level, and I click it, and now up pops all of the documents that I have for that dish. Wow. Now you know awesome. it's a much it's a much easier interface to get to all that information rather than going through some crazy file structure.
0: See, I think that's just so nice. And if I'm standing <laughs> I, on the site for,
2: with my phone yeah. or tablet, and I can do it right there while I'm standing on the site looking at the tower.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Because you're talking to a guy that, like, even today, you go from, a, a like, a Visio to a PowerPoint to a, a PDF to a Word doc to a spreadsheet. Actually, you probably start at the spreadsheet. That's generally where I start, or the Visio doc. But it's so tedious. And then when you have something, and, again, I'm not picking on but but when you have something like Citera, you look it up there, then that starts the domino effect, right? Yeah. Then you have the number. You have to either write, cut and paste the number, write it down, then look it up here, then look it up here. Oh, it's so frustrating. Yeah. So, yeah, the fact that you've taken out all the searching. <laughs> Makes life easy.
2: Well, we're you know we're trying. I mean, a lot of what we've done here is we're we're coming out with things. We we've discovered this technology and got really good at it. But we're we're working with and talking to customers all the time and trying to again back to the original thing I said: create deliverables that are useful because nobody wants to buy just a new toy for the sake of buying it.
0: That's one thing you should have on your slide deck is how easy it is to use. Yeah, (laughs) that's a huge selling point. I mean, you have. You have literally one thing you're looking at. You know, you have the picture you're looking at, and it's interactive. You can click on a height. You can click on a dish. You can drill down to see what's yeah. there. If you wanted to see the parts that are on it, you can click on that. I would imagine you probably have, the like, the type of dish and all that. And then you probably have a link where you could actually click on the dish. You can look up the, 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 si- you know, the specifications, yeah. the spec sheet. That's awesome. Yeah, you, that's what you should promote. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You should promote how easy it is to yeah. use because that's a pain point for about every customer out yep. there. And I, I think once you tell them, you can tell them everything you do, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. It does a lot. But the fact you say, Oh, and by the way, point and click, you can do it from your smartphone. You can do it from your tablet and, and you, you can drill down right to what's on the tower, to the parts, to the part, uh, spec, yeah. the spec sheet. You can get to spectrum. And I
2: think that's what, I mean, again, this is kind of the the newest, newer deliverables that we've just recently created in the last month or so. But, you know, as soon as we did that, we discovered with smaller tower owners, they're like, wow, this can become a tower management system for me. Because they haven't all spent millions of dollars like Crown Castle has or like American Tower has (laughs) to have big data. Good point. So they can use this as a tower management system. And then the bigger guys can use this as a bolt-on to their tower management system because they already have a database, and we'll just create an API that this talks to their database. And um, so that's, I mean, big picture, that's where we, we want to take this.
0: So when you take it there, I, I know this is early, but how are you going to charge for that? Is that going to be a hosting thing? Are you going to charge by the month? Or don't you know yet? I, I'm I'm of here. We're still sorry, discovering,
2: but... you know, of course, the you know, the the recurring revenue model that we like is to say, okay, we need, you know, again, everybody agrees it is, does no good to go out here and scan your tower one time and be done with it because things are yeah. changing. I mean, if nothing was changing we... on these towers, we wouldn't have all these problems. So one way we're going to get revenue is to set up a contract where it's, we either go out once a year or once every other year to do the annual scans. So we, we have to get paid for that because we, we're tr- making a trip to the site. And then, then we would get a lot within that fee, we would lump in the charge to go out there and do it and the charge to create the deliverables that come with that scan. And then, as I mentioned earlier... Then we would provide the client with a whole list of menu of things that they could buy later. They can buy them or not buy them. And as they call and say, hey, I need Ashmus and down tilts on these antennas, then we would charge a fee for that.
0: That's what you have to promote. So you're not quite there yet. Is that going to be part of Site360 or what's yeah, that, that going to be a that's new product? All, really,
2: Site360 is what we're calling the technology and, and, and all that stuff. Like people will say, hey, give me a price for Site360. It's like, well, you know, it's. Site 360 is a tool and a methodology that we're using to, we're using technology to do things better than what we already do today. A better way to audit your site, a better way, better way to gather the information, a better way to, like we did a, the inside of a 100,000 square foot building and my guys did it, their field work took about two hours versus the guy was going to wow. be there for about two weeks with a tape measure. Wow,
0: yeah. that's incredible. So a more
2: efficient way to do things that we do today. Now, we've got more time back in the office processing all that stuff, but that's just a computer running. It's not near as expensive as a bunch of people deployed out into the field.
0: Yeah, well, don't tell the customer how easy it is. (laughs) Don't let that slip out, okay? No. No, that's pretty awesome. You made it efficient. I think having it as a service would be just great. You know, I didn't think about that. All the big boys have their databases, yeah. so they're not going to be real uh, excited to change. However, if you could get them to try it for, like, a state or for a region. And tie into their maybe their database that they already have. tie, yep. yeah. It's a great idea. That, it might be a nightmare, depending upon their database. Yeah. And not from your, well, yeah, from getting everything to work together and talk. I mean, that all the databases
2: are only as good as the information in them, right? I mean, so. True, true. Wow.
0: That is awesome. Yeah, you gotta let me know when that comes we'll out. Do, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I want to send you some of these uh, deliverables so you can see them and, and maybe better describe them. So. Cool. Yeah,
0: that'd be great. I'll put the links in the blog. I'll let everybody know, and people can just click through and take a look okay. at them. That's exciting. Yeah, you. Uh, the ease of use is, to me, that's a pain point. Something that once you promote that, like you can promote everything it does, and everyone's going to say, yeah, 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 and and they're going to say, how much is it? But when you say you can just click down to every part on the tower with with you know with your tablet with your phone on your laptop and bam it calls everything up that quickly yeah. that's what I think people are looking for because if people are honest with themselves like I am I know how long I look stuff up I know how long it takes to build I, I'm gonna say build a bomb bill of materials I know how long it takes to build a bomb I know how long it takes to write a scope I know how long it takes takes to put you know, thousands of site, a thousand site solution together down to the site, down to the site bomb, down to each sector, down to each. In in my case, it would be like a BBU and the the remote radio heads and all that. It's tedious. And usually there's no easy way to do it. Whereas with you, at least with the tower site, you can click, bam, bam, bam. I can tell you exactly what that antenna, what the specs are, what the size is, what the weight is, that quick and And easy. And I can see it. You know, I'm not
2: looking through, you know, a folder sifting through 300 photos wishing I had a photo from the right direction or from the right antenna or or any of this stuff or not zoomed in so far. You can actually look at the sector close-up, high-resolution image, and see exactly what it is you're dealing with.
0: That's amazing. (laughs) I think that's awesome. Well, they're getting better, but, you know, close-out packages, they're still hard to work with, you know, because you're looking at each photo. You don't get the angle you want. And I get it. The climbers are doing the best that they can because they're out there. God knows what the weather is yeah, like. Totally. You know, if you have nice weather, it's not a big deal. But they're out there in any type of weather. They're trying to get it done. It's windy, and just like you said, with price erosion, you know, they're probably not getting paid that much. So everything's about get in, get out, yep. get in, get out, get all of it done, do the requirements, get out, and let's get paid. Yep. So, and, and I get that. I believe me, trust me, I. I, I know what they're up against. You can't spend all day at a tower. You, I know a lot of those closeout packages, they try to get two done a day, yeah. and that's tough. And it, you're going to make mistakes. You just are, because you're rushed. But, yeah, phew, hey, your package sounds awesome. I can't wait to see the demo. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. Anyone not in the business probably is like, what are you talking yeah. about? But anyone who's done it, ugh. Well, you be- know what, though? I, I
2: mean, what we're excited about this technology, though, is even outside of the telecom business, I mean – The the possibilities are unlimited. I mean, basically, it's like anything that anyone has an existing asset that they want as built measurements of and then put additional information on it and tie it to a database, we can do that. We worked for a big company in Houston who wanted to take – they had two manufacturing fabrication facilities, and they wanted to move all of their equipment from one to the other. But before they spent hundreds of thousands of dollars moving all of this equipment, they needed to make sure it was going to work. So we scanned the new building that it was going to fit, and they had all the working room yeah, they needed yeah. and the staging and all that. We did a three-dimensional scan of the existing of the new building, and then scanned all of the existing equipment. And then on the computer screen with exact three-dimensional pieces, we laid their equipment in. And not only do you get a floor plan and make sure that they that all this stuff's going to fit. You get to see the headroom, the side room, and everything to to make sure everything's going to work. It was fantastic.
0: That's pretty wild. Yeah. What was that? Was that a manufacturer sometime uh-huh. of some type? Uh-huh. Oh, they're putting equipment. In? Wow. Yeah,
2: two two companies had merged, and they were going to take all both all of their facilities and move them into one building. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: yeah, you're right. I didn't think outside the industry. I just know in the industry, and even within the industry, think how much that would help if a tower owner could, like, give access to that database, to site acquisition teams. The site acquisition teams could see exactly what's on the tower before they even offer up the tower. You know how towers get loaded. Oh, gosh. And, you know, a site act team doesn't know. What they're going to do is say, we want to go in this tower. And I don't know. You you probably know this from doing it. So. They send in the request. The tower company has to look up the tower and say, "Is this drawing up to date? Is this what's really there?" And then they go back and say, "Yes, we don't have. Yes, we have room, or no, we don't have room." It's just tedious. Whereas if you could give them an interactive database, there's no guesswork. That's right. You know, this is what's on one. And
2: there. even the you know the pictures are worth a thousand words. I mean, the, the example I oh, use yeah. is. The difference between that photo and that image of seeing what's actually there, like I used the example the other day, you know, if a guy's getting ready to go out there and do a tower modification, well, tower mods get real heated because somebody has spent a lot of money on fabricating steel, taking it out to the site. They've got a crown, or they've got a crane on site. They've got a crew on site. So every day, they every hour they stand around costs them thousands of dollars, and they get out there and discover that well, the drawing said this dish was 151 feet, but actually the mount is straddling the flange and the mount is at one hundred and forty nine feet and now it's in the way of the leg I'm trying to reinforce. All oh, doesn't show yeah. me that. But a photo does. And they could have gotten on the studied that before the crew went to the field, get on the phone with the engineer and say, How are we going to handle this deal? That's hard to put a dollar on, but that saves our clients. You talk about you know value added proposition. That saves tens of thousands of dollars in money and time and pain and suffering and all that
0: stuff. <laughs> Oh wow, that's so cool! Great tool. It's it's amazing, really. I I can't wait. We're excited. We are really so. Where we are on it is
2: we really we we spent a lot of time developing this, and in the next two weeks, we're going to really have our the portal where all this information is stored is going to be complete, as well as the ticketing system that I was talking about that allows the user to update loading and things on their site. So then we'll be ready to hit the ground hard and get the word out.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I don't think people realize how much effort it – I mean, it must have taken – I don't know how long you guys worked on it, but it must have taken a lot of, like, effort to get things just the way you oh, wanted been to get them. them to to have
2: you know, a year and a
0: half. And like I said, you know, wow.
2: the real trick has been, you know, you have this new toy – and you're like, oh, my gosh, it can do this, just like a drone. It can do that, and I can give a video. But then I put that in front of the customer, and they're like, that's cool, but I'm not willing to pay for it. So that's really been the the journey that we've been on is trying to find deliverables that were useful and ways we could make an impact and really save our clients time and money.
0: A toy's one thing, but what's the business? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's the business going to be? That's right. I mean, it, we all want to do fun stuff, but if you don't get paid for it, you won't be doing fun I'll stuff. I'll really really wrong, long. No. Well, that's really cool, Chad. I appreciate it. I appreciate you explaining that I, and giving us background. And I think Site360, it's only getting better and better. Well,
2: I sure appreciate that, Wade. And, I mean, it, I, I really appreciate you helping us get the word out. And um, hopefully we can meet up again sometime down the road.
0: Oh, yeah. So do you want to give out your website? or do, I, I'll put everything in the blog. I'll put the website, the demos, and the blog. And I don't know if you want to give out a website or maybe how people can reach you or B&T Group. Sure. Uh,
2: so our website is, is www.bt.com grp.com, and there will be a link in there we have a site 360 page on there uh so you can find we're going to continue loading up more information about it so you can you can see that site 360 and then our office number is 918-587-4630 and then we have regional sales folks out there in the market that are um you know talking to people every day so definitely give us a call we will get with you on your application and 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 see what we can do to help Hey, you guys cover the whole U.S., right? Correct. Yeah. Do you go? Do you go outside the U.S.? Currently, we work in the entire United States, the Virgin Islands, and Puerto Rico. That's where okay. we do engineering.
0: Okay. Wow. Are you stronger, like in the Southwest? Or are you just pretty much even everywhere? Does it just go in spurts? Well, you know, I know how engineering-wise,
2: doing when you do tower analysis, you have to be able to do it everywhere. So it's you know, we really don't. We can do that in any area, and it doesn't really matter. When you start getting to field services and, and construction activities, yeah, we're you know, we're more a little more geographically focused, especially with our okay. our construction services are more in the. Midwest, Southeast, and Southwest.
0: Okay. I was just curious because that is a big deal because you guys are huge. Yeah. <laughs> you have a lot of people working for you. <laughs> Feel any stress? You got all those people out there. That are, oh, yeah. Well, you're doing a great job. Hey, I appreciate you taking the time today, Chad. I really do. So thank you, you bet, very wait. much. Thanks for having us. All right. I'll let you go. Take what care. All right. Bye. So there he was, Chad Tuttle of the B&T Group. How cool was that? I mean, a lot of tower history there, a lot of cool stuff, new things coming up. The guy covered it all. So I thought i really enjoyed it i hope you did too if you want the links for everything or if you want to read more about this go to my blog wade, wade the number four wireless.com you'll find everything there all the links are there little blog about this just look it up you should be able to see it chad tuttle the bnt group he's a pretty interesting guy i thought i hope you enjoyed it and remember guys again i have the wireless deployment handbook out there if you feel you want to understand wireless deployment end-to-end go ahead get a copy now I want you to remember, be smart, be safe, and pay attention. If you're paying attention, you'll be smart because you'll learn something. If you're paying attention, you'll be safe because you'll be very aware of what's going on around you. I'm just throwing this out there, just a little bit of advice for you guys. Be smart, be safe, pay attention. See ya!